0: You here at the intro of the podcast, and it's just interesting how I'm gonna just give the spirit glory for this, right? And in 2017, um, 2018, my dad passed away suddenly. And right before that, I mean, Stacy, you'll meet Stacy mm-hmm. here in a minute, she can testify to this that I was really moved to do a bo- podcast, and just I wanted to give women a voice. And let them tell their story and, and all of that. And then all of a sudden my dad like passed suddenly and my world stopped. And God just said, i put it on hold, honey. I mean, I still have the microphone in the closet for like four years. And then went to eat lunch one day, invited Amelia, who you'll meet, our producer and editor. And so just invited Amelia and Lee and we all were eating lunch. And then it just kind of organically came about, and I'm going to let Lee go from there. Tell you the rest of it.
1: Okay. Well, I'm Lee, and I had just felt God kind of turning my heart for He was preparing me for something. I didn't really know what that looked like. And so I just graduated from school, and for a few weeks I was like, I feel like God wants to use me in a way, but I don't know what He wants me to do yet. So. Mm -hmm. I would just like pray about it and I was taking my dog on a walk the day before and it just kind of came to my mind like it's going to start happening soon. That's Harlow by the way. That's her yeah. grandpup. Yeah her grandpup. She's mm-hmm. my, Charity's my mother-in-law yeah. for all them? of y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just was on a walk and kept praying like Lord like I want this whatever we do for our intentions to be to bring the glory back to you, not to myself. That's what kept coming in my mind over and over. Like, whatever you want me to do, like, I want it to be solely focused on you and bring others closer to you. And so the next day, we all went to lunch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe this is what he's been putting on my heart over the last few weeks. And, like, the timing just kind of aligned perfectly with school slowing down and everything. And so God just kind of prepared our hearts in different ways. Yeah. Like with mm-hmm. charity with her dad. Yeah. Like he prepared her in that way, like four years ago. Yeah. And Amelia in different ways with the book. And Stacy too with her research and being so mm-hmm. spirited about getting to know Christ more and more. Mm-hmm. And he prepared us all in that way.
0: So it's interesting. So, Amelia, tell us about this book. Because in our conversation at the table that day, it was like there was this moment. And I was like, I think we need to do something I think we need to do something together and so tell us about that
2: I think it's important to also say that was actually the first time we all went to lunch together Mm -hmm. and so um, you know the Lord really put us we believe in the church that we're in now with you guys Um, Mm -hmm. and that was such a sweet Sunday lunch for us Mm -hmm. Um, being you know just just away from family and and our close friends, but now we're, we're, we're building such bonds here with folks mm-hmm. um, that I can feel comfortable to sit around a table. Um, and uh, maybe later on we'll get into my <laughs> my rants on the importance of sitting around and eating together. Oh, we will. Um, and, <laughs> and communing together <laughs> around food. Uh, but but it, it, may, it brings us into s- such a vulnerable state. And so um, I think you really, for me personally, we need a back up to 2020, when the world went crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was I was in you know job tra- uh, transitions, um, and now I work totally home. I'm I'm totally remote, um, which means I get to sit and listen to a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, my sister and I actually uh, started in listening to this these these two sisters. Um, they one they remind us a lot of ourselves, maybe about 20 years older. Mm-hmm. Uh, But uh, this this awesome book about talking, she's talking about the importance of Christian femininity. Mm. Um, And they've got a great podcast. um, And I was just sharing that with with these two ladies and the importance of Christian women filling and aligning with scripture, what we're supposed to do. Mm. Um, And we'll get into some of those things. But... um, later right and, and that's what I'm super right. excited about mm. uh, but that's kind of how it, it came about in such an awesome place because when I started talking then charity was like you know when my dad died I was going to do this yeah. podcast I've got the, the microphone in the closet and then Lee was like oh my goodness I was taking my dog for a walk <laughs> yeah. and the podcast just kept coming to me yeah. um, and I think Lee and I can attest that our generation we we really love podcasts and we love listening mm-hmm. um, to more than just music mm-hmm. music is wonderful and hits the soul in a very special way, uh, but also just listening to very like-minded, um, yeah. influential individuals is really good for our generation as well. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. It's where you get fed, too, listening to others' conversations. And, and the whole goal here, and I know it's something that Stacy, we're going to hear from Stacy, that she is very passionate about, is discerning the scripture. Mm-hmm. And so, how did you come about here, being involved? You made me. I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, did you not were, make it. You have no, free will, honey. No.
3: That is You're, what this go, is about. Yes, exactly. Going back to whenever you were talking about your dad and everything and you were talking about the podcast and stuff. You were talking about bringing all these women in and telling their mm-hmm. stories and stuff. And, you know, of course, with, you know, a lot of the struggles that I've had in my life, which we'll eventually get to and, and talk about a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. I felt it is so important that we do talk about those things, that we talk about the struggles that we have in the church. That we, we do not understand the freedoms that we have, and we feel like we are um, just enslaved to these things that, that you know, um, we're hurt by. Yeah. Um, resentments, mm-hmm. um, just pain from relationships and stuff. And, and there's a lot of women that have a, a good stories to tell, and we don't talk about them enough. That's right. And so whenever it comes to just having this podcast, that's what I really want to talk about is real-life thing, real-life issues, uh, things that um, really burden us. That's right. And so whenever you were talking about bringing these women in, I mean, because I feel like the pain in my life has purpose. That's right. And everything that I've gone through in my life, it has a purpose, and I want to talk about it because I want to share that with people because I know other people can relate, you know, and, and it can help somebody else when they're going through their pain. So that's that's the reason why I really wanted to do this is yeah. to be able to share that with the world and just you know,
0: and I believe encourage I, yeah, and we can it's say encourage every one of us. Mm-hmm. We want you, the listener. Mm-hmm. to be encouraged and motivated mm-hmm. and to live your life in freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And so that's our whole goal yes. with this podcast is what does it mean to live free in Christ? We hear it, we say it, but we want to give you application to it. So, let's go ahead and talk about uh, our scripture for our podcast is Romans 6:22 through 23. Okay, and so I'm going to go read. That,
3: yeah? I'm going to read that scripture. Romans six twenty-two through twenty-three says, But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves to God, slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in an eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord.
2: That'll preach right there. That'll preach that will, Honey, that will preach. Mm-hmm.
0: Just in itself, I mean, did we need to say anything else? But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. What does the power of sin look like? I mean, what does that... What power does sin have over us? Or does it, but we're free from it? What does that look like? Mm.
3: You know, that is something that I am just learning. Of course, you know that. That is something that just... Within the past month, I have learned freedom. And I'm still learning it, just to be free from that sin, to not be burdened by it. There is a burden that you carry whenever you are constantly thinking that your sins are held against you. And it's very heavy and depressing, really. So just knowing and coming into the understanding of Christ what Christ did in taking that away and taking that burden burden and lifting it off your shoulders it's just very freeing in just the way that you live every day.
0: I love the fact that in Christ we still sin. I mean, right? We still live in this fleshly body. It's going to be our struggle like our while we're here on this earth, but sin has no power over us because of our freedom in Christ. It doesn't have the power to one, kill me spiritually. Mm, We're gonna talk about that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the power to do that Mm -hmm. because I'm free in Christ. If we believe the scripture does not have the power so, what is it? I mean, this enslavement to God. I mean, we don't like that word, do we? I mean, that's, that's not a, that, exactly what I was fixing Lee, to what say. What is that word? Do you like what that, it doesn't make? I mean, we're all literally shaking our heads no, like we don't like that word. Mm-mm. A slave, too. So,
1: yeah, I feel like that word enslaved, like when I picture it, I just feel like being trapped, mm. like just like trapped, like there's no way out. And I feel like that's what it feels like for someone who doesn't know the freedom of Christ. Mm. They feel trapped and stuck in what they're in. And they don't realize like how much freedom and how much of a burden it can lift off of you. Like when you fully like allow Christ in and let him take all those burdens away.
0: Yeah, that's interesting when you said trapped or caged, right mm-hmm. I had literally I have tears in my eyes right mm-hmm. now because I've been there. I lived like a lot of my teenage years there. Mm-hmm. Um, early adulthood there was rebaptized at 20, 27 years old just because I did not understand what the spirit and the freedom that comes in the spirit. still didn't understand it then but yeah. that entrapment, but it says that we're slaves of God. But God gives us free will. So it's this enslavement. We choose, right, to be a slave to Christ because he's so good to us. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I want him to be my master? You know, I mean, he doesn't cage us in like a bird, right? He just Mm -hmm. lets. We're like this bird, like a sparrow that just runs free, right? And we always come back to the master because he's so good. Yeah.
3: Mm. But we are enslaved to something.
0: Mm -hmm. Scripture says that.
3: No matter what, we are going to be slaves to something, and I wish I had that scripture uh, right here in front of me, and I'll I'll look it up, but it does say that you will be enslaved to something. It's just what do you choose to be enslaved to? You're either going to be enslaved to sin, or you're going to be a slave of God. Mm -hmm. The difference is if you choose sin, it is, like you said, you're trapped in it. Mm-hmm. But with God, whenever you are enslaved to God, it is a choice because it's something that you freely choose to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's the difference. And that's how come I love the story that uh, we heard from the, the pulpit that mm-hmm. the other Sunday whenever he got up there and he talked about the slave girl. And, mm-hmm. and um, um, you know, what he said is the he bought the slave girl mm-hmm. and then... Um, He looked at her and he said, okay, you're free. Mm -hmm. And she goes, wait, what? You mean I'm free to do whatever it is I want? You're free. You mean I'm free to do whatever it is that I can say whatever I want? Yes, you're free. You mean I can go wherever I want? Absolutely, you can go wherever you want. Well, then I'll go with you. That's the difference. It's a choice that you make. And if you don't choose to go and be enslaved to God then you are, by default, choosing to be enslaved to sin. Yeah,
2: and the, the thing that I had about the, yeah. Is it Romans 6 that you're talking about? Uh, is that well, we right? Oh, we, we are, are in Romans Roman 6, 6, but is it earlier?
3: Is it up above that?
2: How are you either going
3: to be slave to sin or slave to God? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well, what Read verse that, is that? Read that, Read it. Amelia. Yes. <laughs> um well, <laughs> just happens to be in the same chapter. Well there
0: you go. That's a spirit thing. Yes it <laughs> is. That's
2: exactly um Well we were just talking about this in the in the young professionals group class. Mm. We were really talking about this uh this actual chapter uh, Sunday. Um so the, I mean it's all over, right? So if you just like look at the header, it's dead to sin, alive to God, mm-hmm. slaves to righteousness, and so really it's that whole chapter. Yes, um, it is. I'm looking through it. But now if you just go uh, just drop down to verse 22. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get, le- uh, you the fruit gets led to sanctification and its end eternal life, right? So the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God. Is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord right
0: mm-hmm. and that's our scripture so that's good I don't know I just I thought about the free bird when it really triggered me when um, I had by the way I see everything in pictures so I saw this bird on this free limb no longer caged but yet it still comes back to that same limb because it knows that's where it's gonna get its food and its nourishment so that's just us mm-hmm. um, we're enslaved to God so it's not a scary word when it comes to Jesus. So we continue on. now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. Amelia, you read sanctification.
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> she read sanctification.
0: So that's your version yeah. that you're reading. Okay. ESV. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a great word. Yeah, that's interesting. So... Something came across my path today, and it was a friend that shared something they were struggling with, and it was on letting go, like realizing what they have in Christ, and that they can't do everything right, but at the end of it, they shared, but I'm still a sinner. Oh, my heart. Just literally. Um, Mm -hmm. So where is the sanctification so I, I, th- I think about that. like there's a difference between being a sinner and being sanctified. Yes sanctification is set apart, right? Mm-hmm. We're not held to that sin and that burden of sin. And I want to I wanna share with y'all what God had placed on my heart, and of course, I shared it all over, um, just trying to encourage someone on social media. It was just just placed really heavy on my heart, and I wanted to share it. Christ isn't looking. For your, quote, do better works, he is known by your hallelujahs. Mm -hmm. Thank him with your life for all he did, does and will do for you.
2: So if you look at just the definition of sanctification, it's the act or process of being freed from sin or purified, the action Mm -hmm. of making or declaring something holy. So who sanctified us? Jesus Christ.
0: Christ. That's right. Mm-hmm. So if we, when we come into Christ, we are sanctified. We are set apart from that sin. I think we say we're set apart from the world. We are, but we are literally set apart from that sin. Mm-hmm. It no longer has a hold on us. Um, we are no longer, quote, a sinner. We sin, but that sin that we do is not held to us. We will not feel the sting of death because of Christ. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever thought about that? Yeah. Lee? I think
1: of how whenever we're classified as a sinner, it kind of lays like a label.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's a label mm-hmm. on us. But whenever Christ redeems us and we are given that freedom, like we have a different label.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like we're made totally different. We're holy. We're, we're holy. holy.
2: So would some of that go into like Second Peter? And you are a royal priesthood, <laughs> yes. a holy nation, declared yes. righteous before God. Yes. Right? So, praise God for the New Testament. Right? So, Amen. Th- before, th- in, we're probably going to talk about the Old oh, Testament. We're going to talk about the Old and the yeah. uh, Christ but, was there too, honey. Right? Oh yeah, Christ was there <laughs> absolutely. And so, but before before Jesus, yes, it wasn't that easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't taken mm-hmm. care of. Everything had to be done yearly and That's annually, right. and you had to keep it a record and an account. Mm-hmm. Where now, every sin that I have committed, right. i committed today, and I will commit tomorrow. Will commit. And That's right. the next day, because, hey, we're going to do it. That's right. We're going to commit sin. We're sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already washed away. It's zeroed out. Yeah. The yeah. balance and wanna, is...
0: And I want to yeah. talk about that that mindset that we have been trained, and I, I, I'm I, going to be just really completely honest right now. It is a lie from Satan when you are told over and over in your head, I am just a sinner. That is a burden. It's like what Lee said. It's a weight that's put on you. It's a label. When Christ is screaming, you are made holy and righteous and pure because of my blood, because what I did in the death, burial, and the resurrection. And so, man... It's, it's that mindset, like we need to just um, continue to renew our minds and the, what is it, Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, or Hebrews 2, yes. let's look no. that up. Hebrews 12, 2. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I've got to go there, y'all. That, this is like, this is so good. Hebrews 12. I know, because it was my daddy's favorite verse. One and two. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge cloud of witnesses to this life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Yes especially the sin that so easily trips us up. It's not that we're going to get that sin right all the time, but it's our motivation because of his love. We've got to strip off the weight of that, right? It's our mindset change. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes It's not the scripture but it's a good one we do this by keeping our eyes on jesus the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him he endured the cross disregarding its shame Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna stop right there what does that mean to y'all disregard what is the shame what is the shame but well, did he discard? Well,
3: the shame of sin. Yes, mm-hmm. it's the shame of sin. We're
0: not to be and, ashamed you know,
3: in Christ. And here's right. the thing that uh, you know, I sent you this other day because I just saw this in church. Just saw it. I mean, it's just I, I don't know why I never saw it before because I mean, Christ, whenever he went to the the cross, he was completely naked. We always yes. see him with that, you know, right around his his um, you know um, line there. Yes, Stacy. Yeah, because he's yes, Jesus. Yes, you know okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> the cloth, <laughs> the cloth that covered, that covered, yes. But he was but completely naked, right? So right. if you go back to in the garden, whenever oh, yeah. this is so good. This whenever so Adam good. and Eve was put in the garden, they were completely naked. They were shameless. They were they were shameless because they had not yet sinned. Mm-hmm. So when Christ goes to the cross for us, and He is naked, yeah, He's shameless. He's shameless he's carrying our sins on the cross. Shameless. Just like in the beginning.
0: It's so good. So good. He makes it right. He takes us back to that garden, that holy state, Mm -hmm. unshamed. So let me finish this. Now, he Mm -hmm. is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives. Okay, he just keeps on talking to the Hebrews. Mm -hmm. But... That is, we have to have this mindset of letting go of the weight of sin. Um, Are we going to mess up? Are we going to, quote, miss the mark, which is the definition of sin? Absolutely. But Jesus makes the mark for us every day when we're asleep, when we're awake, before we go about our day. And and because of that, that is the mindset we want to live free, and we want to live in Christ. Yeah?
1: I... Whenever you're talking about shame and how much it can weigh us down, I was really thinking about, like, perfectionism and how sometimes we can have this mindset of we have to get it all right. We have to do this all right. But really, like, we're made imperfect so that we can take on Christ's grace. Because if we are perfect, we wouldn't, like, need his grace. So we're what? made that way.
0: way that is... My eyeballs are so big right now. Say that again.
1: This like huge. We're made imperfect so that we're in need of grace, that we can rely on him. Because his grace will abound. Because his, his grace will abound. Like be. if we were perfect, we wouldn't need his grace, Absolutely. you know? And so he fills in those holes for us where we are imperfect. That's what I think of, like the little, he puts patches on it and makes mm-hmm. it better.
3: You know, but going back to what you said earlier, you and I had a conversation about the, the quote that was put, that you, that you read earlier from, from a friend. Too many of us do walk around thinking that we are sinners. You know, we, we think, we literally, because we mess up. Mm-hmm. We are imperfect. Mm-hmm. And so we think, I'm a sinner, and therefore we disregard the work of the cross we disregard everything that Christ did on the cross for us and, and we just make it null and void the minute that we think that we are sinners because we are saying what we are saying is that his work on the cross was not good enough to take that that burden mm-hmm. away from me that's right and so we don't walk in that grace of his perfection
0: mm-hmm. not
3: our own that's right mm-hmm. it's
0: really truly surrendering mm-hmm. our faults our hang-ups, our, our sin, just surrendering it His feet, trusting in faith yes. and righteousness that He has taken it. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and I will confess, this yeah. is something that is very new to me, walking in that freedom, because I, I mean, just a month ago, I've yeah. just had an epiphany recently, you know, we've talked about it, about what it really looks like to be free. I mean, I broke down. I cried about it because, I mean, it just, it was all revealed to me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, it was like, in that moment, these, these burden was lifted. I felt lighter. I li- mm-hmm. felt more free. And I'm telling you, every day since then, it's like, it's a new day. I get up and, it, you know, it doesn't matter the weight of the world. It's just, it's like, it's all
0: okay. It's, it's like all the good. veil has the been veil, lifted. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, when he removed the veil Mm-hmm. when he died on the cross and the veil was torn from top to bottom he mm-hmm. sealed that like he removed the yes. veil yes. from our hearts and we have free access to his holiness we are mm-hmm. holy because he's holy
1: yes it's surrender yes it's, it's
0: surrender what
1: does surrender look like for you
0: are you asking me yeah. okay mm-hmm. surrender. all of you okay oh wow. therapist yes okay she cannot be my therapist, y'all, by the way. She's my daughter-in-law. She cannot be my therapist. Um, I'm not so, your therapist, No, She worry. always tells me, I am not your therapist. Bless her. Um, surrender to me means, it's what I was thinking about earlier, it's that scripture of Romans 12, to um, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's that willingness to be renewed. Because sometimes, you know, I, I can get very comfortable in my box and mm-hmm. what I do in ministry. And, you know, I'm, I'm just very comfortable where I am. I don't want him to move me. So surrender is being willing to be moved and transformed for me by God. And it may not look like what I've always done for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But being willing to go where he leads me.
2: I'm real big about understanding a word right and so when you yeah. say surrender i automatically let me google that did you google it? <laughs> i did i did google. <laughs> really <a> google um, <laughs> google generation <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, it says cease uh, ceased resistance to an enemy so not really that our, not really that jesus is the enemy when surrender to him but it's ceasing resistance against the flesh against <laughs> the enemy uh, yes. in, in the devil right so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what it in, in, what it means to me at, at 29 sitting here yes versus 51 yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. i wasn't going to say other ages well you know i'm your second mother so you know, that's <laughs> a- <laughs> we are not talking
0: wow. ages in this room <laughs> i love that i don't think i've ever known the definitions well there you go you see well there you are go. very important mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. understanding how they work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are they are their definition
1: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you stacy Oh,
3: surrender is something that I am just coming to learn Mm -hmm. about how to surrender. And the best way that I can describe it is just um, the things that I surrender. Mm
1: -hmm. And
3: for instance, surrendering my family, Mm -hmm. not controlling them, not constantly being worried about what it is that they're doing. Their salvation. Their salvation. Right. Right. When because that isn't that something that we all worry about. We worry more about the other people that we love more yeah. than we even do worry about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that for that is something that was big for me being able to let go of my family and not worry about their walk with the Lord because that's not for me to control.
0: And not saying that's a bad thing. It's, I wanna
3: kinda jump on yeah. that real quick
0: and then yeah. because not saying that's a bad thing. But I think sometimes we allow people to be our excuse for not surrendering. Mm -hmm. Because we have to do or we have to be there for them. They're my responsibility. Exactly.
3: And I'm responsible for them. And if you have the mindset that they're my responsibility, then you're going to constantly be concerned about their salvation. And you will never focus on your own. You will never walk freely To be able to just let go of what everybody else is doing so that you can just be a light for Christ in the grace that you give and that you offer and and all of that. And that's just something that I am just now learning how to do that because speaking of somebody who's an extreme codependent at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, once a codependent always. Always a codependent codependent is just it's always gonna be a struggle. (laughs) It is yes but being able to let that go and just let them figure it yeah. out and just love them in the process you know that's that's part of my surrender
0: mm-hmm. so and you know it's, it's,
2: it's no go ahead no. I, I think by no. surrendering and you realizing that you're surrendering to Christ yes um, and learning and, and being that example yes um your your children or your spouse or your extended yes. family mm-hmm. they'll come along with you yes. because they will see a difference in your heart, in your actions, in the, you know, the, I don't want to say aura, but like the, yeah. the vibe oh, you yes. give off, right? right. Oh, yeah. Your the, yeah. But there's much yeah. joy, so much more joy and
3: peace.
2: Absolutely. That comes with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, we see, I mean, Jesus very, uh, seldomly, I mean, yes, he preached in, and we have an account of actual sermons or messages. Right but we have a whole lot more accounts of actions mm-hmm. um, that we get to use doing, as yeah. an example mm-hmm. of him doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that led to the sermon, which mm-hmm. led to the followers, right. which led to the church now, right? So mm-hmm. now we get to talk about his freedom. So I think in in, in your awakening, maybe? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. oh, May it I was. Say? Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect word. You, your, yeah, was your family will go, oh man, mm-hmm. whatever mom's got, I want that. Mm -hmm. I want that.
0: And it's just, I just see that you're giving them that freedom and free will that God gives them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, God gives us all free will. Was it Paul that said, I can do anything I want, but not Mm -hmm. everything benefits me. Yes. I can go out and party. I can go out. I mean, Christ literally, stay with me, people. Mm -hmm. But Christ literally gives you that free will. But there's always a consequence Mm -hmm. to your actions. And so... We want to do and the And consequence, that, let's just yeah. say
3: consequence is either good or bad. There's mm-hmm. always a consequence mm-hmm. can either be a good consequence right. or a bad consequence. Mm-hmm. Yes. But those are my those are my favorite scriptures in, in learning this freedom walk. Mm-hmm. is because whenever I read those scriptures, I never really understood what it meant whenever he said, you know, anything that you can do, you can do anything, but it doesn't mean that it's always beneficial for you. And, of course, that, that what they're talking about is mm-hmm. the food. You know, he's talking yeah. about the, the Jews. Yeah. You're free to eat whatever it is that the you meat. want. The meat the meat. is yes. yeah, a big deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so putting that into context. Of course, we of... don't eat
0: pork. No, I'm yeah. just joking. I mean, you can eat pork. I don't know. I don't eat pork. <laughs> but putting that into the context. Whatever, of... or chicken. Amelia. She will share. No, it's <I'm... laughs> sure, sure. no, okay. Amelia loves chicken. Yes. I love, all, so.
2: I love all proteins. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Protein is good for you, meat is good. That's right. It's not bad. There are no bad consequences, well, maybe. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, but he
3: was just <laughs> teaching them. That's what he was doing is teaching them, stop stop looking at that because you know, food is good for the stomach, mm-hmm. and it's not about what goes into right. the stomach, but what comes out, out. from the heart mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. matters. And so it's just about learning to change and mm-hmm. shift inside your heart of what it is that you really desire, that's right. and that's mm-hmm. what's going to be your guide.
0: And I just think about, you know, is it Galatians 5 where he talks about, you know, these things are bad, and then Mm -hmm. these are the things of the Spirit, and there's no law against the things in the Spirit, because if you partake of those, it will just go freely from you. There's no limit. Mm -hmm. There's no cage that Mm -hmm. Lee was bringing up. There's no cage. There's no weight. But there is with the sin. Yeah. Do it, but you're going to have consequences to that. The other thing is, you have to be careful what you enslave yourself to. Mm-hmm. Is because once you attach yourself to that master, mm. the more you go to it, the more you become like that master. Mm-hmm. That's why the apostles like traveled with Jesus, right? right? That was the rabbi, so they could act like him, talk like him, live like him. So Think I want to bring like up. like him. Yeah, I want to bring up. Yeah. Okay, the new movie. Can we, can we talk about movies? Okay, yeah. Elvis. Oh, I, yes. I've seen it twice. Have you seen the new Elvis no, movie? I've seen it yeah. twice. It's okay. so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. But mm-hmm. that actor, this is what I heard. He literally ate, drank, and slept videos mm-hmm. and movies of Elvis for a, a year. <sighs> and when he actually stopped filming, he said he couldn't stop acting like Elvis. Really? Because, yeah. Because he had... That's all he watched. That's all he mm-hmm. listened to was Elvis and he was so good at imitating, imitating. Elvis,
2: mm-hmm. he actually became Elvis. Like Elvis. Wow, wow. So is that why it's important in Hebrews when we talk about the great cloud of witnesses? Yes. yes. Because what we read. It's the ones right. that you surround yourself. Right. That you're trying I don't wanna say perform, right? Because you' you're trying to be w- like them like them right, right. and, and mm-hmm. when we go on through Hebrews we see the the Hall of Faith which yes. is our great cloud of witnesses and then we could even put some personal people in there maybe yes. that have went on right that okay. oh man they're 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 in my stands cheering mm-hmm. me on giving me an mm-hmm. example to, to live and to run and to, to, to play like mm-hmm. So for me personally I always think of college football when I hear that verse. Because it's not That's a exactly what I think of Amelia is college football. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, you know, whatever. Hey, whatever I'm, works. I'm very visual. Go ahead. So, yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking about the team that's down there, um, trying to play um, and trying to execute and get across that goal line. Right. We 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 read about the race well yeah. well ran. Yes. And. That whole stadium is filled roaring. with people roaring, cheering for us to defeat the evil one, that's right. to defeat mm-hmm. the powers and the principalities right. that we fight yeah. daily, Are minutely, hourly. we surrender Christ, right? And when yes. we go by Christ's playbook, that's right. When yeah. we, go, we, we always win. We always win. There's no. There's no interceptions. There's no fumbles. Mm-hmm. When we're going fouls fouls yes. okay yeah. <laughs> what there's only <laughs> I thought we were
0: talking first about. down is that a football is that a good thing well um a first well, down y- yeah it yeah. is a good thing Because yes, yes. you get more yards right correct yes. you get more lines you you get a whole other <laughs> okay, chance yeah to, to you, get, you get
1: three more chances
0: yeah <laughs> thank <laughs> you Lee. yeah Lee's to make dad dad a certain amount of yards coach. Yeah. yeah so she understands and Amelia evidently understands football <laughs> I do not <laughs>
2: Well, you're an Arkansas fan, so it makes okay. it a little hard. Okay, okay, <laughs> Tennessee. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> but I'm blonde. <laughs> Who me? Oh, okay, well. There's that. There's that. Football and the crowd. But, yeah, it's the, yeah. Amazing.
1: I had something that came to mind when y'all were talking about surrender. And have any of y'all ever heard that song, I Will Sing, mm-hmm. by Carrie Joe. Carrie Joe. You want me to sing it? No,
2: I'm just. We can't play it for copyright issues, but everybody look it up. Yeah, look it up.
1: But she, I listened to like the story kind of behind it, and she had just lost someone, Mm. um, Mm. like her niece Mm -hmm. or nephew had passed away. That Mm -hmm. had just been born, and so she was going through a really hard time. And she just kind of talks about like, like when we're suffering, we'll keep singing, we'll keep praising, and. How there's whenever we have Christ in us, there's a joy that the world will never understand in how we walk. And I read some of that. No. And so she just kind of talks about like whenever we're feeling down, yeah. um, when we need to feel God's hope, um, when we have fears constantly surrounding us. And it just kind of talks like how we surrender everything to Him and how we're able to live differently. And we will keep praising Him even when it's hard. We'll Mm -hmm. surrender what we thought our life was supposed to look like Mm -hmm. because so often we have expectations of, this is what my life was supposed to look like. These are the plans I had. And God has a different plan, and sometimes it's really hard to surrender because it's like, but my plan. But when you really... Could see the great picture of your life, you can see what God has in store for you. Mm-hmm. And to just surrender and
0: trust in His plan for your life. Makes me think of the scripture that says, even the rocks will mm-hmm. cry out. So yeah. Jesus said, I mean, even if you don't praise mm-hmm. the Lord, the rocks will praise Him. Mm-hmm. They, they can't but do that. Yeah, Everything um, will praise Him. Yeah, I want to...
2: Yeah, somewhere in Psalms, it's like, if the, if the stars yeah. can sing to Him and, the, and, and the nature can sing to him, so can I, like, yeah. yeah. That's also a good song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's by Hillsong. song. <laughs> um, we'll and I think again. each one of us have, I mean, just sitting here right now without really even thinking, I have several people on my mind that's, man, their their plan got royally disrupted uh, mm-hmm. because we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. But their example Maybe that was the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the Lord had, right? Mm-hmm. And they're
1: able to walk in that freedom. Yeah. Because they've surrendered yeah. to what He had in store. So,
0: I want to talk to that. Yeah. I'm going to share a little, um, just a little story. I didn't know if I was going to share. Um, Right now or not, but I'm going to go ahead and go there. Okay? So, because these sweet friends of mine are are bringing this up, and I'm just, I keep thinking of my husband. I keep thinking of our walk right now that's going on almost 10 years. Mm We're in our ninth year. Um, Nine years ago, my husband, on April 4th, was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And... I'm just, I want to share, I'll share more about that later, mm-hmm. but the parts of it, but I just want to share how God was preparing me personally to go through a time that I was going to need to immediately surrender. So he's preparing my heart for this. So my husband's name is Seth and he was diagnosed on a Friday. So this is on a Wednesday night. We have women's ministry. Um, at our church and this lady was presenting on it was the different fruits of the spirit so she was talking about humility and so up on the screen she had listed and i remember i was actually sitting by stacy's mom i was mm-hmm. singing for it so we, i was sitting on the front row with mm-hmm. stacy's mom which is it's kind of comforting and weird to me at the same time and i um, and so <laughs> Anyway, and so, uh, she knows, and so yes. I, I was, we were sitting up there, and she had on the screen, like, a list of prideful things that we say, and a list of non-prideful things yes. that we say, like responses. So, for example, Lee, how are you today? Good. Okay. That would be pride. Yeah. Because we're not ever really all good but you may have had a good day so it may not have been prideful it may have been a little prideful because you don't want to burden me or Mm -hmm. you know i don't don't want to get in your mess or whatever so it's checklist and i was going check 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 and then it got to the prideful things and i went oh crap check check (laughs) check 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 you know and i was like I don't like this. I mean, I was really, really struggling. I remember looking over at Stacy's mom going, I don't like this. And she goes, well, honey, I checked them all too. And I was like, well, do you like it? I don't know. I care. I mean, you know, I was like, okay. But it just really, really bothered me that I had both lists. So we went to small group. We always went to small group with that. And so we moved to our small group and I remember I had a really good friend in that group and I just shared. I was appalling, and I thought it was kind of strange too that I was so moved. Not mm-hmm. that I want, I want to be humble, mm-hmm. but, and so I shared and I said, y'all, I didn't like that. And they go, what did you not like? And I said, I didn't like that I actually had both lists checked. Mm-hmm. Let me check one or let me check the other. But how can I be prideful? and non-prideful at the same time Mm -hmm. and this dear friend said well honey you're human and I I sat on that and I said but that's not an excuse it is not I did not want to settle I'm telling you y'all the spirit put it on my heart to not settle right to pray for humility like true true humility got home got into bed I remember looking at set now remember this is before he's diagnosed this is two days before and I remember looking at Seth and I was just still just really mourning and I said he goes well pray about it pray for humility and I went well I prayed for patience once
3: exactly <laughs> I don't know
0: I don't want to do that it's surrender right mm-hmm. and so it was so heavy on my heart I remember I started praying and I prayed God I want the humility of Christ and I remember it came to my mind then you're going to have to give up a lot You're going to have to hurt because Christ suffered for you. So you're going to have to suffer. So I thought of the greatest pain that I could have on this earth as a mother would be to lose my children. And I remember bawling, just going, how bad do I want this? And it was so pressed on my heart, I remember literally handing over in my mind and emotionally my boys. And going, then Lord, if you take my kids because I want to cry out like the rocks cry out for you in praise. And I just remember, what kind of mother am I? So all these lies of Satan, right, are mm-hmm. coming in. What kind of mother would do that? You don't love your kids, you know, and all this time. And I was like, but I have this pull to be humble. So I literally, I said, whatever it takes. So the Friday that he was diagnosed, I remember we were at a funeral with a friend, and I remember he called me from his office. I was still on the parking lot. Interesting enough, I remember it now. It just now clicked in my head. The same friend that told me in the small group, well, honey, you're just human, was the same friend in the parking lot with me when I got a call from Seth to tell me that he had cancer. That just hit me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to in a moment. And so... Seth called, and he said, I need you to meet me at Dad's. So we go through this thing. I don't know. He's, he's weirding me out. I said, what's going on? He said, I just need you to meet me at Dad's. Go over to his dad's house. We're standing in the driveway, and here comes Seth in his car, like, flying. And he flies out of his car, barely, par- I mean, just parks it, leaves his door open. And I remember standing there looking at my father-in-law and my husband. And he looks at his dad. So over at me looks at his dad and he said I have cancer James 1 2 through 4 hit my brain quicker than anything anything charity consider it pure joy when you go through trials of any kind because in doing so it will produce endurance and patience and and I literally like kind of laughed because I remembered the prayer that I prayed mm-hmm. for humility when you we were forty three at the time, when you're forty three with children, the last thing you want is to be told that your husband could die at any moment, not survive a surgery that he needs to have. Um, that he's has less than twenty five percent chance of living. So you say your goodbyes. We were saying goodbye to him in less than a month, trying to help our boys navigate faith through, This whole thing of their dad probably leaving at a very, very young age is middle school and um, junior high and high school. And so I'm just sharing that. That's just part of the story In the fact that don't be scared of surrender. Um, I have always wanted to be prepared for things. I'm a prepared person, and God even humors us in the way he made us, and he prepared me for that. I remember leaving Cested's house to go a mile down to my parents, and I remember we just kind of had this moment of silence, and he reached over, and I said, well, because we had discussed going to the mission field somehow, somehow, going to a foreign mission, and he said, you know, I'm not going to get to do that mission field foreign mission, And I said, I know maybe we can figure it out. And he said, no, cancer will be our mission field. Mm -hmm. So in that moment on that day, charity's heart was prepared, humble yourself. This is going to be hard. You're going to be under the microscope, right? But you can do it. So that is how he taught me surrender early on in this journey. There's been a lot of other instances. I mean, Lee joined, Mm -hmm. um, a couple yeah. years later. And yeah. he's been here for the a lot of it. For six and, years. Yeah. And I just I've always believed that the women that are in our son's life, because I know we started praying for them when we were pregnant with our boys and that they are God placed for this time, for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And are perfectly perfect for them. Oh. So, you know, but anyway.
3: And I yeah. think something that struck me whenever you were telling that story is, you know, <laughs> whenever you, she was talking to you about humility and pride, and you were checking off both, both lists right there. And, um, you know, yes, you have some humility, but you mm-hmm. also have pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking, why in the world would it be so important for us to desire to be humble? Mm. I mean, think about that. I mean, yes, we have pride, but we're in, in especially your friend telling you that we are human. I mean, we could. And that is, that is true. We could mark that off as, okay, I have an out. I'm human. I have an excuse.
0: I'm human. Could I have not, if I had accepted that, not prayed? for yes. Or humility. Yes. You know, and surrender to whatever that looks like. And isn't that what
3: Satan wants to do? He yes. wants to get you comfortable with listen, you're just human. So, you know, it's okay. It's an excuse. But really and truly, we are called to be humble with a purpose. We are called to be humble because. It's when we are humble that his light shines, Amen. that he is glorified. That's right. But if we still have that pride, he will never be glorified. Right. And so I think it's very important that you did not listen to that voice. And that God, like you said, he was preparing you yeah. for something in that distribution. His, his
0: spirit was really heavy was. on me. It's like I yes. couldn't ignore it. So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like, imagine if you wouldn't have.
0: Oh. Mm like wouldn't have surrendered to it. I don't think I would survive nine and a half years. Mm -mm. I'm serious. It's just his love. He wants to prepare our hearts for the things that he has planned. Not that he planned. I'm not. I, I hate cancer. Like I do not believe it's of God at all. I do not believe disease is of God, but I do fully believe like what we were talking about earlier is that he will turn evil to good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: For those that love him, he will, he will. I just I truly yeah. truly believe that. So many other stories um, yeah. in this that he has confirmed that yeah. um, what the enemy
1: plants. yeah is not good. He can change.
0: That's right. That's right. yeah, he can change it for the better. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh man. and I know you know our listeners, I'm just I, I'm just thinking about them. And all the things that they are going through, I know, you know, Mm -hmm. our stories and, and our things that we have had to surrender and continue to surrender. In fact, I would even challenge a listener. If there's something that you could surrender today that you're struggling with, with holding on, or it's burdening you, I'm just, I'm going to set the challenge. Just take it to God, be open and honest with him. Right. Um, he already knows um, the heart. So be open and honest, and let's see what he can do with that when you surrender it, how he will bring you freedom and peace. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, Lee had said
3: whenever you were talking about that uh, song, uh, one of the yes. words that kind of stuck out for me is expectation. Mm. Mm. And whenever we have all these expectations upon ourselves, it, we will constantly be concerned with doing things. Right, You know, we've got Mm -hmm. to get things right. The beauty of of being in Christ is that the expectations (laughs) are so low. Well, they're blown out of the water. Yes. (laughs) So low. Because, I mean, in the the beginning, before (laughs) God created anything, the plan was to send Christ, right? Because he already... He already knew, he already knew that we were going to fail. That was the expectation. He knew we were going to fail, right? Yes. And so therefore, you know, it it just, it makes it a lot easier to know that the expectation that is placed upon us Mm
0: -hmm. is so
3: low that, you know.
0: It's so low and yet it's mm -hmm. so big because it's his love. It's his love. Just what does he say? There's only two commandments love the lord your god with all your heart soul and strength and mind uh-huh. i think jesus added that uh-huh. extra and his and then love each other as yourself that's yeah. it mm-hmm. i mean that that's that just mm-hmm. covers and it covers all of mm-hmm. the um of the commandments so yeah. and when you love other people you can show them that freedom when you forgive, mm-hmm. when someone has literally hurt you, wounded you, mm-hmm. um, man, I talk, I talk. I mean, it happens to me. Like we are human; we're going to get wounded. Something's going to oh, be said, yeah. and it's going to hurt us so bad. Ultimate love is either being silent with it, not trying to be right in it, not trying to go back at. We don't. I'm Man, that is, that's, again, I'm encouraging the listener to just try to surrender something little. It's not the coffee that you're drinking that you necessarily have to surrender every day. But it might help, you know. Just surrender
2: that $8 coffee that you take every day. (laughs) (laughs) And and Not an option. If we believe the scripture that we have been talking about and we have quoted, um, let me remind us of Romans 8.28. And then if, you know, we're called according to his purpose, and all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. Mm. Put yourself in that and say, Amelia, do you love the Lord? Mm. Then all things work together for good for those who are called according all to things, his purpose. All things, not only the good things. Not, not the comfortable things, not oh. the flashy things, all things. Mm-hmm. So as we get ready to kind of close here, can we yes. go around and give maybe a tip? Uh, to sure. our listener, about uh, hey, I'm you know I'm going to do X Y Z to try to surrender. If it's just quote scripture to myself, if it's talk to a, talk to that friend, talk to that great cloud of witness, um, mm. or hey, I don't know if it is it get a tattoo on your arm that says surrender. Yes, you know?
0: Amelia, and I want to go with you. Well, I'm not doing it. I'm whatever. Saying of the listeners okay, it's it. going to be your husband law. <laughs> So. I'm getting it on my foot. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. yes. She was pointing to another Walk part of my her face. body, so I didn't know what was about to happen. Yeah, uh, she's but pointing yeah. down. Oh, yeah. We don't yeah. know
0: where it's going.
2: With <laughs> Stacey, we don't know. <sighs> so yeah. But anyway, okay, back on track. Lee, um, one last little tip. Yes. Um, for walking. What's the question? <laughs> 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 Yes, I asked for us to share maybe one actionable item. It's hot hot in here. For a listener uh, as they're trying to accept the freedom and surrender to Christ. What are we going to surrender?
1: So for me, something that's been on my heart over the past few years is kind of like surrendering through Sabbath. Mm. And so I used to be a lot better at surrendering through Sabbath. And I've kind of gotten off track, like we all do sometimes.
2: Explain Sabbath a little bit. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, Sabbath is anything that you can do in solitude for a period of time to grow closer to God and also in fellowship with other people. Mm. And so, it's taking that time to rest. Um, Mm. Because I believe, like, if we take time to rest in His Word and rest with other people, like, love God. Love others like that verse. Mm-hmm. Like God can do even like more through us. Yeah. that's Sabbath. That mm-hmm. Sabbath. Like God and love others.
0: That is oh, what Sabbath wow. so is. So you're like taking time. I thought. I know. I knew Sabbath was rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we just rest from things, so we gain or fill ourselves up with the Spirit, yeah. right? But it's
1: more than that. It's those. fellowship. It's so and hard. true fellowship. Mm-hmm. So away from your phone. Like yeah. I try to do it on the weekend. Well, I have in the past, like, be off my phone for a while. Because I can't be in true fellowship with other Christians and believers if I'm And your husband. And my husband. When you're on your phone. When I'm on my phone watching TikToks and scrolling.
2: That's right. -hmm. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or on Instagram or whatever it is. And, like, it's going to distract me from truly diving into Mm. God's word and what he wants me to do. And how better can I start off my week? How better can Mm. I end my week? than to start truly connected with God and with others. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, one of my favorite authors, Hannah Brincher, she kind of talks about how she does Sabbath and kind of taking a Sabbath from social media. And I probably in 2021, beginning of this year, I really like implemented that like Friday night to Sunday night, like 6 p.m. Friday night to 6 p.m. Sunday night. And sometimes I tell people that I would do that and they're like, what? What? How mm-hmm. on earth do you do that? But that's surrender. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. doesn't look what the world looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like I'm posting on social media. Right. And it's not bad if you do that. That's no. not what I'm saying. Thank but you. That, but <laughs> that is what, that's how I. It's my platform. Yes. <laughs> but that's a way I can truly connect with God. Love and, that. And connect mm-hmm. with others without being distracted. I kind of want to do Sabbath now. Yeah. So. I've been kind of like off Have track Have you thought about it? doing,
0: like, I, I was reading Earth. where, um, is it ben, ben Johnson? Where him and his wife did this, like they did the Lord's Supper every morning for like 40 days. Wow. They took communion together. That is mm. so sweet. And so they could remember Christ and what he did for mm-hmm. them every day. It was and just for, that focus. 40 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a Sabbath. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Jesus ascended after 40 days. Yes. The yeah, cross. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's different for everybody, those things that you surrender. It's different because, like you said, it's whatever is taking you away Mm -hmm. from God. And however it is that you can make that connection. So for me, hey, listen, I'm the queen of denial. I like to deny things. (laughs) I don't I'm non-confrontational I don't want to confront the issues in my life you know I know this yes
0: Stacy said she does not like to confront I
3: don't like to confront I I am so much better now so much better I I love to confront now I hate it but I love it it's a love hate because I see the benefit of it but that being said what I typically do is I like to keep noise in my house, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the noise of things. So at night when I'm laying in bed, it's turning the TV on. It's the distraction from my mind of thinking of the things that I really need to focus on. You know, if I need to focus on a, a conversation that I had earlier that day with somebody that I need to kind of address or whatever, anything to distract. Um, so for me, it's, it's getting rid of the noise. You know, turning the TV off, turning, you know, any sound off and just sitting in that silence
2: and listening to God's voice. So important. It is. Mm -hmm. So uh, you guys might learn this later on, but I'm I'm an extreme royal family nerd um and when I, think I knew that what? when the queen oh, died oh yeah it when was the queen died, you it, it, it I really remember hit that it for you love history though yes yeah. so there's, there's a saying that um she said that she wanted to be able to see the lord return yes so she could lay her crown yes. at the feet of him yeah. <gasps> so beautiful. that is
0: so sweet i think oh, no. m- my challenge
2: would be of course i am not the queen uh, of England or, or any other. I can get uh, you a crown. Uh, thank you, wanna... you. That would be great. Um, no, my, my ego needs no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I think I'm going to challenge myself to lay down my earthly crown, whether mm. it be wow. social media, mm-hmm. the TV at night, mm-hmm. um, whatever that, that earthly thing is, um, lay it down at his feet. Yeah, it's mm. so good.
0: There's a song we sang this past Sunday, I'll lay me down. Oh, that's strange. at his feet. Yeah. I surrender my crowns,
2: yeah.
0: Yep. I let's see, what am I gonna surrender? I try to pick something, but I'll tell you something that's really been on heavy on my heart and I have I am not a person that denies pain. I I, I like if you're in my close circle, I'll say I want to sit in the pain so I can face it. Um, because I know if I don't, it's just going to hurt later. You might need therapy for that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I can't see her. Um, but <laughs> she can't be my therapist. So. <laughs> <laughs> Calling all therapists. No. So I, I don't mind sitting in the pain. But what is kind of been a little scary for me is that I realize that we're coming towards the end of my husband's life. And a fear mm-hmm. has started creeping up of loneliness, of me being alone. Um, my children are grown. Um, one is married and one is about to be married. And so I am, I am that mother that really wanted to raise my boys to be their own head of their house and they need to go have their family. I love you. And I'll see you when you come back, but go and be with your wife, cling to your wife. And so I just have this feeling. My dad is gone. My mother is a widow. So this fear is starting to really creep up that, Oh, Charity, you're going to be alone. Like you're going to literally have to make decisions on your own. And then I know that's a lie because it's interesting because lately I've been having all these friends and close people say, I'm here for you. You know, I'll be here for you. You're never alone. So it's that battle. So I just really need to surrender the fear that is starting to creep up. And I just praise God that I actually have an awareness And I praise him that we all have an awareness of what we need to surrender. So, as we close out this episode, our introduction episode, I would like to, if you don't mind, just say a prayer for our listeners and for us. So, let's go. Dear God, you are holy. You are sovereign. You're just. God, you are what is fair when our life just seems so unfair. Lord, I pray over the women and the men that are listening right now that you lay an awareness upon their hearts and their mind and their souls. That is only by your strength they will overcome anything that is keeping them in burden and weighed down. Lord, I pray that you just overshadow their hearts with peace and love. Lord, take the burden away. And I'm just going to pray whatever it takes. Lord, I just pray that there's an awareness and a need for surrender in their life in order to gain freedom. Lord, I thank you for the master that you are. I thank you for your love, and it is this love that is hesed, that it is loving kindness. It is an everlasting love that never stops. Lord, I don't understand it, but I trust it because I know you're good, because you've always shown up as good. Thank you for Jesus, our sacrifice and the way that he just went to the cross and he was resurrected that gave us life and just sealed and closed that that weight of death and sin from us forever. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy and thank you for your grace. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <music>